Hi, Lucy. Hi, Mama. You're so sweet. All right, we're rolling. Hi, honey. Hi, Lucy. <laughs> Ooh, she got stinky breath. She's got some bad. You got some stinky right breaths. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the pink chair. Um, first of all, we wanted to apologize for not putting out an episode last week my work schedule was just really really chaotic and i'm still recovering from like our trip to new york like this the store is just a mess and so i've just been super busy so um that was why we didn't record last week so i just wanted to apologize to all of our eight listeners (laughs) um but we're back full force i hope hopefully um yeah and so today we're gonna kind of continue the conversation from two weeks ago about um our backgrounds and our cultures and all of those interesting things that make relationships work yeah yeah yep lucy and oliver are sitting in my lap um it's the fourth of july it is the fourth of july happy fourth of july doesn't feel like the fourth of july It's a Wednesday. It just feels like a Wednesday. (laughs) Maybe we'll um, go get some poppets at the dollar store. Oh, I'd be down with that. And then we can... Or snakes. I used to love snakes. (laughs) That was like my first firework. Wait, what is a snake? It was like the little piece of charcoal that you lit and it like starts growing like a poop. Oh, that's... You remember that? Like a poop. Yeah. Like everyone's like, it's a snake. I'm like, no, it looks like a turd. (laughs) It looks like poopus. Yeah. We could do that. Maybe we'll do that and then... I'm down with that. Make some burgers or steaks. <gasps> we should have steak. It's oh. a little much. A little much, yeah. you think? It's yeah. just us two. That's true. All right. <laughs> okay. Happy fourth. Happy fourth, everyone. <laughs> All right. Let's get this conversation going. Um, I'm partially nervous about this conversation because I feel like uh, it, it was like a very like. Um, testy like part of our relationship I know um, you're really, he was really we just spent like probably an hour trying to decide trying to how figure out if we, we should gonna, talk about this yeah and I'm just like you know what like it was our relationship why don't we talk about it like it is what it is I feel like and again like why we're doing this podcast is like the things that we went through, other people go through. Right. And, and that's why it, I told myself we need to talk about it because, like, my my thing with this podcast is just to be, like, 100% transparent yeah. about everything in our life. And that was a big part of our life. And I will admit, like, it's made our relationship stronger and it's made our relationship with our parents stronger. Totally. Because of it. Totally. So, like, yeah, it makes total sense. So, to preface this a little bit, last week we talked about cultural differences, about our backgrounds. Katie um, has a sibling. She has a sister. She uh, was raised in a completely different household than I was. You know, me coming from a Hispanic household. And on top of that, me being an only child. And so I was very, um, I was very, what's the word that I'm trying to say here? I want to say blessed, hashtag blessed. I was very blessed <laughs> to be like, always be able to depend on my parents for things, you know, when I, when they came up, when they when I needed it. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate to be able, fortunate. fortunate. That's the That's fucking the word, word I was looking to, for. I was very fortunate <laughs> to be able to finish high school and go off to college and like everything was okay. You know, I had a little scholarship that helped out, but like, you know, for the most part, everything was like taken care of. And so 
I started off at a junior college and I spent two years there, which led me to San Marcos, Texas, where I went to my four-year university. And while I was there, I was living in a house that my parents owned, the second home that they owned. So let's let's go first into the history of the house. Of the house, okay. That way people know kind of where we're coming from. So Joe's entire family, is his mom and his dad's family, were born and raised in St. Marcus, which is where we went to school. Mm-hmm. And his parents met in high school. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. His parents met in high school, and then they got married and moved to Houston. There was a property in San Marcos early on in their marriage that um, was, who owned it? Like your think, uncle or I something? I my mom's uncle or something. Something like, like that. Yeah. It was a family-owned home that they were selling, and so they bought it because mm-hmm. it was really cheap, and it was like a little two-bedroom, one-bath house, and they bought it like strictly as just like an investment property. They never yeah. lived in it, but they rented it out for like 30 years or years. something. Yeah, ever since they bought it, they pretty much rented it out to people. Like it was, yeah. yeah. So anyways, whenever Joe transferred to texas state that's where he lived like Mm -hmm. it was you know he got to live in a two-bedroom one-bath house which was super convenient because obviously it was like paid off and like he didn't have to pay rent his Mm -hmm. family owned it so like it was a perfect living situation when he was single yes hashtag blessed (laughs) hashtag blessed hashtag So it was just like a dude's house, like you know, like it was I a mean, bachelor pad. It was for a bachelor sure. pad, like and just like had hand-me-down furniture, and like whatever, you know, like I just lived in there while I went to school and I worked and whatever, you know. So yeah, it worked out. It was perfect. Yeah. And um, then we got together, and uh, we've slightly talked about how quickly like the move of you living with me happened. But uh, I didn't move in with you until a year. Until a year, yeah. Like I would stay with you, but right. like we didn't like really start like changing the aesthetic of that house until I moved in, which right. was like a year in. So, so a year into our relationship, we made it official that Katie was going to move in with me. It was just going to be like cheaper and easier for both parties at that time, and then we just decided like, okay, let's do this. And along with that, okay, again, this is a house from like. 60s yeah and it was like it wasn't in great shape it wasn't in great shape the floor is like warped like the paint was falling apart like the ac units were like shit you know yeah. like it was like it was kind of like it, it was it was it had some charm to it but it like needed help yeah and so me and katie like put a lot of our own money into like painting the house and like fixing a bunch of stuff and like buying some ac units for it and your like, parents were very kind to let me some girl that joe jr was dating Mm -hmm. come in come in and basically like do almost what i wanted to the house like they were they were comfortable in letting us like make that house ours which was so nice it was fun yeah it was fun and it was nice so i feel like the reason that we're talking about this house so much was because it was like this weird catalyst of our like relationship in a weird definitely but it was it was there was it was this link Mm -hmm. it like it was what connected your parents to me and me to you and Mm -hmm. you to your parents Mm -hmm. and like it's what it was what created like a really bad i think toxic situation for probably me and your parents right was this house Right. right so for me, when I when I moved in, Joe's parents, because they owned this home, like, and it was a two bedroom, like, they that was their like weekend house, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So before we started dating, like, your parents would come up 
all the time. And it was no right? big deal because it was just me. It was know? just, yeah. And so like, it made sense. Right. Absolutely. So I, whenever we moved in together, it made things very difficult. Yeah. No, it did. Because it no longer felt like, it never felt like my home. I mm-hmm. never felt like I could be comfortable there because, I mean, your parents would come up like all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I love I love my parents and I know, especially me being an only child, my parents held it highly to always feel very responsible for me. Uh, they always wanted to make sure that I never was like lacking anything. And I think like it was that always played into that, like that they were still able to provide for me and like that created like this dependency that they thought like I needed at the time. Yeah. And so like they always were like, okay, well, like, you know, this is we we have this house for you and this is for you. And, you know, like, you know, like I felt like that played a big factor into it, too. Yeah. Um, And so. Yeah, like I, I remember there was like a frustration there for sure yes and it was very obvious i i mean there was some like really tough (laughs) situations in that house yeah and i don't know how comfortable you are talking about it i know you don't want to go into it i mean we literally like almost broke up because of you know. It came to a point, it came to this point of like, of Katie basically sent me down and telling me like Joe like, there's gonna have to come a time in this relationship where you're gonna have to value not value you're gonna have to prioritize me over your parents in a way, you know, or at least be equal. Like so here's here was always my thing was mm-hmm. like. You love your parents in a different way than, than you love me. Mm-hmm. The love is completely different. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's a romantic love with me, and it's like, I don't even know, like a familial love yeah, with your parents. Love. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. a, like, and so f- I always felt like you were always picking and choosing, mm-hmm. and you were always choosing your parents because you felt like they're your parents Mm -hmm. like they're always going to be the top priority and i always felt like i was just constantly pushed like katie's not as important like you know and so we did get into a fight at one point and we won't go into the story because i know joe doesn't want to talk about it but ultimately like what led up to this was his parents coming in and kind of redoing the house a little bit and it made me feel like again like it's this is never my home like i never felt comfortable it was the ultimate eye-opener like okay like this this is my parents home like at the end of the day like this is their home and it doesn't matter how long i stay here or like what like it's it's always going to be that and in in order for you and i to have dependency for ourselves outside of my parents helping us out you're getting ahead of yourself oh so when we so when i sat you down Mm -hmm. so after your parents came in and sort of rearranged some things mm-hmm. and I felt very like intr- like it felt intrusive to me mm-hmm. I sat you down and was like look like this is it like you either need to you need to bring me up to your parents level or we're done because it's not fair to me to mm-hmm. always feel like I'm not as important and then that's when we discussed like we need to move because if this is how it's going to be like you've got two options talk to your parents and tell them like no more coming up unannounced no more coming in and like 
you know, touching Katie's things or whatever, like it's either that or it's we got to get out of this house because this is the link that is connecting you to your parents. And if we don't leave and remove ourselves from it, then we're never going to be. We wouldn't have matured as a couple. We wouldn't. We would have never gone to the next level. Yeah. Because I was like, I was pushing so much to get there Mm -hmm. by moving in and trying to redo the house so it could feel more like us Mm -hmm. and putting things on the walls and bringing my things in. But it was like, it never, like no matter what I did, it was always like, it's your parents' house. Yeah. It's always going to be your parents' house. They're always going to come in and stay when they need to. And they're always going to come up, you know, whatever. And it was like, when am I ever going to feel like a partner Mm -hmm. and not like a third wheel? Mm -hmm. And so that was once we moved, things got better. Yeah. How do you feel about me saying all that? It's a lot. It was a lot then. Yeah, it was. It was the the difference in how we were then and how we are now is is night and day difference. And uh, I mean, the biggest part of that was moving. Like it, everything changed when we moved. Yeah, it it was it was big for you, but it was big for me in a different way. Like it kind of like yeah cut the umbilical cord for me a little bit. Um, I became. I felt like I became an independent person overnight, you know? Totally. Uh, and, like, I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, I've I've worked my ass off all my life, but anytime I needed something, I could always go to my parents. And this was, like, the first time that I was just like, no, like, if I need something, I'm going to try to fucking figure it out, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that was, like, the night and day But then it became, me. like, if I ever need something, I have a partner to ask. Right, absolutely. And then it, then I started to feel like I mattered. Mm-hmm. Because it was always, like, oh, my car's messed up. Let me call my dad and see and if we can, can fix figure it. And we can figure it out, right, yeah. Or, like, oh, you know, I had an issue at the bank. Like, let me call my mom and see if she can fix it mm-hmm. or something. And it was, like, oh, well, now we've got an issue with you know whatever let me ask katie about it right and then i started to feel like okay now we're like in a partnership mm-hmm. and it made me happy well good good yeah i just what i don't know i've come a long way since then I it think... was true that it felt like very overnight yeah it like it was the best thing we could have ever done. Right. And I, I, to be fully open, like, I could tell my parents were upset that we were moving out of the house. Oh, yeah. They were upset about it. And Do I couldn't figure... Do you remember figure... whenever we were like, we have to tell them that we're moving? Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do that, you know? And my parents were upset, and for a while I couldn't figure out what it was until my mom finally told me. And it was, it was exactly what I thought. Like, she was just scared that... They, at the end of the day, like, their intentions were always to, like, help me and obviously help you because you're a big part of my life. And as, like, partially toxic as that was, like, like it was always coming from a good place. Well, it was partly that, but, mm-hmm. like, ultimately, like, your your mom literally said this. She said, I didn't think y'all could do it. Right. She didn't think you could do it. Like, yeah. She didn't think that you could pay rent. She didn't think that right. you could pay bills. She didn't think that you could commute to work. Mm-hmm. She didn't think that you could do any of that. Mm-hmm. Or like that you wouldn't have the capacity. And I'm like, of course you can. Yeah. You make more than enough money to, to pay for your own place. You, you know, can get your own car. Yeah. You can like do all of those things. 
And I think once once we moved and then they saw that, that we never asked them for help, they mm-hmm. were like, oh, I guess they can do it. Yeah. You know? But I, I remember your mom finally saying, like, I was upset that y'all left that house because I felt like that house was a great opportunity for you guys to save money mm-hmm. and save up for your own home, which is so kind. It's so kind. Yeah. Like, of course. I mean, I love your parents for that. Right. But for me, it was like so much more about separation separation and, and about independency and, independency and just being able to be find stableness in my own life you know yeah uh i learned so much within that first year of being out of that home you mm-hmm. know fucking you know I, it was eye-opening at yeah. the end of the day like it was um, it made such a big difference yeah it did so i mean yeah i don't know it's weird how that was, like, that was the biggest thing about. That's what impacted our relationship the most was the house, for yeah. sure. <laughs> like that was that's been our biggest like issue our entire relationship. Because like things get annoying for me like when you guys are like always talking about y'all's little childhood and again I'm like all third wheeling mm-hmm. or like I don't know when. I have to go to Easter and y'all are cracking cascadonas on everybody's heads Mm -hmm. (laughs) in terms of like the cultural things that affected me, you know, having kids and kids everywhere. And like, I'm literally the youngest in my family. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. many, so many things like were eye opening, but definitely the house was the big. For sure. So how do you feel? Yeah. It wasn't so bad talking about it. I don't think so. I just feel bad. I feel like a terrible person. Why? When we talk about it. I don't know. Because I'm just like, damn. Like, you know, my parents did a lot for me. And, like, I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. But I have to keep reminding myself that it was an important stepping stone. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We would have broke up. I would have left you. You would have left me. I absolutely would have. You would have. Because I would not have been able to handle it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously things worked out. Yeah. They I did. love you. I love you too. And I love your parents. I know you do. I our, actually do love your parents. Our our relationship, uh, your relationship with my family has changed significantly. So much. From then. Yeah. And I, that alone is a reason to be thankful for that experience. Yeah. You know? Um, would it have been great to fucking live in that house for five more years? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> Would we have <laughs> saved money? Not. Probably. I don't, you know, like. I no. Yeah. Could you imagine if we were living in that house still? I honestly couldn't. I honestly couldn't. Oh, my God. What if we were still just living in St. Marcus? That'd be crazy. Mm-mm. <sighs> You're sweet. Why? Because you care about your parents. I do. I really do. I'm very thankful for the both of them. I know. They're very good to you. Yeah. And they're very good to us. Yeah. I'm really lucky to have such good in-laws. But they changed a lot just like we changed a lot. They did. But, you know, that's the whole thing, though, is, like, it's never easy meshing two people together 
Like You're so right. It's never easy trying I'm to sure, get comfortable with people, like with each other's parents. I'm sure each relationship goes through something. You like, know, like I would like, love to have a sit down with your parents and almost do like a third part episode about how your parents reacted whenever you brought home this girl. God, we should that was honestly like, have this conversation with my parents and hear what they have to say. Yeah, because like I remember when we sat down for the first time at dinner and we were gonna we were. Like, we had already told each other, like, this is the conversation where we're going to ask about moving in together. And mm-hmm. your parents were, like, kind of taken aback, but they were super supportive. And, like, yeah. like I would love to see their perspective on, like, what was it like, you know, Damn. for Joe Jr. to be dating this girl who, like, just moves in and then, like, brings all of her stuff. And mm-hmm. then she's, like, getting mad at us for staying and this is our house. You know, like, I'd love to hear their perspective on. That would be so interesting. <laughs> we should do that when my parents are in town. You think your parents would be open? Oh, my mom would love it. She would love it. Because Maybe I'm sure it'll she be a wants... bonus episode. Yeah. That would make me feel a little bit better about all this, honestly. Because, I mean, Because I'm like... sure she's had her views, too, you know? I'm sure she's just like, fuck, like, what is happening? You know, as a mom, you know? I, I That's what I... Like, as a mom, it's got to be so weird yeah. for, like, your only child to, like, meet this girl that he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to marry her. And yeah. She's white. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't know. Maybe you did date a white had, girl before. Yeah, I had a couple of white girlfriends. Yeah. But nothing serious. Yeah, nothing like this. So, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a bonus episode. Damn. Because your be parents good. are coming in this weekend, right? They'll be here probably tonight. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I'll ask her. We should do it. I think she would love that. Well, if that'd be something you guys are interested in. Let us know, please. Let us know. It'd be kind of... Because I could record that and that could be next week's episode. Yeah. No, it could be a bonus episode. Bonus so episode? We need to stop talking okay. about this. We have right. to talk about something else. Okay. Man, I was thinking about something on the drive home today that would have been a really... interesting topic topic, and now i can't think of it interesting well Uh, for all the other couples out there what kind of shit did y'all have to go through you know like did y'all have like uh, i'm curious like what other people's like issues are you know something monumental something monumental in your relationship that was just like whoa this could like make or break it yeah or even like how was it merging your families I'm so interested in that, mm-hmm. especially reevaluating our experience right totally. now. You know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. You go through that at that point in time, and you don't realize the kind of effect that it's going to have on your relationship. Do in the you future. remember, like, do you remember when that stuff was like happening? Like, do you remember feeling like empathetic at all towards you? Yeah. Yes. Really, though? No. Do you remember feeling like, dang, this is kind of messed up for Katie? Or it, it, Yes. And it took it took a lot for me to see that because I was just like, and it's like the Hispanic side of me. It's just like, fuck, man. But it's like my parents, you know? It's just like, I can't do that to my parents. Like, I can't tell my mom this because she's going to be mad. She's going to be upset. I can already see, like, my mom, like, crying, you know? And yeah. I felt bad about that, you know? But then it's just like, I got to see both sides of this. You know, mm-hmm. or else we're never going to move forward. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I remember that. You uh, remember that conversation with your mom whenever I, you really did have to tell her like, yeah, Katie's I remember I was in the garage and I was like leaning on the fence trying to figure out the words that I had to say to tell her. And I felt so bad. What did you say? I don't remember. We never talked about that. Yeah. I really don't remember. It's kind of a blur. You don't remember at all. Yeah. Dang. That would have been juicy. I know. Damn. 
Well, I appreciate you um, being open about this. Thanks. With our eight listeners. Yeah. Because I think it's important it that is. it's like not always easy. And you and I, you and I did not have an easy time together. But mm-hmm. I think the really cool thing about relationships is you choose the person you're with. I don't believe in soulmates. I believe you choose the person you want to be with. Damn, dude. You're and the Zoe Deschanel, and I'm the Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You believe in soulmates? I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this before. I feel like I used to. Maybe not anymore. No, I don't think yeah. I'm destined to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I chose to be with you because I enjoy everything about you. And even the things I hate about you, I still love. Yeah. And I can't imagine my little life without a Joe Jr. in it. That's cute. I know. I love you. I love you. And I love your family. Good. And I can't wait to see them. I actually was at the store yesterday, and I saw this cute little Hispanic lady, and it made me think of your mom. Cute. And I actually thought about your mom, and I missed her. Aw. Well, hopefully they'll be here tonight. And hopefully we can have a conversation with them. That'd be be fun. It would be fun, but I'd be, like, a little scared. (laughs) Yes. You'd have to lead it. I, I could lead that. I'd be fine with that. And yeah. you know, mom, when she gets on like a tangent, she's like, Oh my just God, talk. Joe's mom, she like can every talk. single time that I see her, she starts crying about something. She has. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, mm-hmm. like she is a crier. Mm-hmm. And back to last, <laughs> last or two weeks episode, two weeks episode ago, uh-huh. my mom was not a crier. Yeah. And still, I've only seen her cry like maybe one time, yeah. twice if you count when I took her to see the Mr. Rogers documentary. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So every time I see Joe's mom cry, I'm like, I don't know how to handle this. I'm not an emotional person. Yeah. My mom always has like some emotional story to tell. That has, no, like, but she cries at everything. She cries at commercials. <laughs> she cries at like if we're like talking about you like as a four-year-old boy. <laughs> she like literally cries about anything. Cries about the little cute girl selling lemonade like on the corner of the street. You're so right. Yeah. Anything. Anyways. I love it. Yeah. So so if if we get on get her on here, she'll, she'll probably cry. She'll so cry. I guarantee that. it. And then Joe's yeah. dad will won't say anything. He'll just, just go. Mm. 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 Uh huh. Mm. Okay, Joe Junior. <laughs> LJ. 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 Little, little Joe. So, anyways, well. Um. If I we leave you with one thing, it is that there's the Mr. Rogers movie currently playing. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it She's twice. Seen it twice. I saw it with her once, and then I told my mom to immediately go find it and see it, and she saw it and loved it and cried, and uh. I'm a sucker when it comes to movies that like get to me. Maybe what we do is like every week we ha- we end the podcast with, with the my f- no oh. with my favorite things from the week, like oh. favorite things that happened. I thought it was gonna be movie suggestions. Well, typically it's movies okay. because it's what we typically do. But so, Mister Rogers, it's called "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, it's kind of playing in select places. I'm not sure. Yeah, where. it's not playing everywhere. So try to find it, but it is fucking great. Highly recommend. I don't it. know how you can not walk out of that movie and just be inspired. To I was so inspired to like go start my own children's show. Yeah. And not and like have a shitty set mm-hmm. and puppets and make kids better. Yeah. But you know what's so weird though? I told I was I took my mom to see it. And we were talking about it. Like, I'm surprised no one like just hopped on the Mister Rogers Legacy and like continued that continued like that. in a little bit more modern way because. It obviously did really well. 
So I'm surprised that nobody was like, let's do like Mr. Rogers 2.0 mm-hmm. and bring on like, you know. I feel like maybe they did. Like somebody maybe tried it. It's just like, it just like didn't have the kids, fucking charm. Our you know? generation's children are not into that anymore, I guess. I don't know, man. I just like, no, because like he didn't, he went pretty recently. Like what? It's only been maybe off the air for 10 years. Well, he died in 2005. Okay, so 15-ish years? Yeah. Like, it's, that's still pretty recent. No, it is. You know? I think like, it ended in 2000, so 18 years. So, yeah. Regardless. Go see that. It was so good. And if anybody's watching Handmaid's Tale, new episode tonight. <laughs> Damn. You guys. I love it. Eh, I'm partial. Whatever. Fine. All right. All right. So, um, I was looking today about... Spotify, and I tried to reconnect us to Spotify. So hopefully, within the next few days, we get something. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So, anyways, as always, we're on Anchor. We're on Pocket Casts. Uh, Google. We're on Google Play now. Okay. And we um um are on Instagram and on Twitter, and you can ask us questions. Yep. Ask away. And yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's talk about crazy moments in your relationship, please. Yeah, and please share our podcast with your friends. Yeah, it started off a little strong and now it's like dwindling. That's hey, partially our. F- dwindle. Right, it's not dwindling. dwindling. We we're started strong. off pretty strong and it's still strong. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, but it's partially us. We don't promote this thing that much, sadly. We like sit down and record and we get it out there and then we're just like cool we did it you know like and then we forget that there's that's a whole, your fault yeah we forget there's a whole other side of like oh we need to tell people that we did this <laughs> or else no one's gonna hear it. so um we're working on that okay. but anyways all right i have to pee all right bye guys i love you i love you too all right see you happy fourth of july happy fourth be safe bye. have fun <laughs>